Whoa. What's up, everybody? This is Big Bochi, a.k.a. Connor Hallway, depending on how you look at it and how you want to flip it. You're about to tune into an episode with my guy Nick from Keto Brownie. I've been totally fascinated by e-commerce businesses recently, just because it seems like uh, you start an e-commerce business, you can kind of just make that bag. But uh, I'm also wicked fascinated by the keto diet and the ketogenic diet and the low-carb diet, so it was cool to see the crossover between both. Nick's a gem, man. He's got a totally, totally dope business sense from like an accounting standpoint. And it was really interesting hearing him talk about how his business kind of came off the trend of the keto diet being popular. And we also talked a lot about the keto diet. He debunked some myths for me. I tried keto. I was not a massive fan, man. I was just kind of like dousing everything in butter. And there was like cheese and I don't know. It just didn't work for me. But it works for some people. And uh, Nick's kind of a psycho, which I love. And so I'm excited to see him grow his business. So there's really, really good young entrepreneur talking here, really, really good diet talking here. And again, if you like the episode, share it with a buddy, man. And if you feel compelled, please leave a rating or review. And if not, and I didn't earn that, you let me know, man. Let me know what I can do to step it up. This is Big Bochi, Abu. Actually, excuse me, new editor on this one, Josh Lifton. Take it away, dog. If you look at the Google Trends, it's just like, this like the last two years so yeah because people here are like dude eat as much bacon and butter yeah, exactly. as you can yeah. and get thin and ripped. which is all which is like not the best advice for this but that's like but, what people here and they're like all right i'm doing keto i'm doing uh, keto i know literally dude so for reference i did keto i did it for about eight weeks at the start of this year because i was like yo I'm, you know i gotta lose some weight xyz bro i was eating disgustingly unhealthy like in retrospect, I was eating like two hamburgers loaded with blue cheese, butter, sour cream on it, and like four eggs. Four eggs. And I was just like done with my meal, and I was like, "Dude, I feel like I'm sick." <laughs> yeah, that's probably taking it overboard. But um, and then and people think you can eat as much as you want. Yeah, I mean that's obviously not true. Like you're not just gonna be eating all day long. People say like calories don't matter. At the end of the day, like. Not not all calories are created equal, but calories matter. Hey, I'm Nick from Keto Brownie, and this is my golden hour. Whoa! The clap signifies the start of an... Podcast? Episode. 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 And listen, before we start, I got the Diet Boys in the building. The Diet Boys. Diet Boys. James was actually going to come out, so was, that would have been even funnier. Oh, yeah, if we had the three Diet Boys the diet. in the building. But he he doesn't he isn't keto right he just fasts. No, he does. Uh, yeah, I'll do intermittent fasting, and he's just like super focused on calories and like macro requirements. So looking hot, keeping yeah, my haircut fresh. He's oh, yeah, exactly, Captain Clean Cut. <laughs> this must be an East Boston thing, bro, because you got a freshie today too. Yeah, I uh, my barber is literally across the street from me, so I like walk out my front door, walk across the street, and walk into a barber shop. Is he giving that consistent discount or what? Yeah, I mean, I go like every three weeks, so. Uh, bro, probably you know, his best like client. Uh, this is the longest I haven't gotten a cut in like maybe two years, and I feel just like a slob. <laughs> I feel nasty. Well, you got two barbers now. I can I can hook you up, and you got uh, Nick Testa too, James' the brother. Oh yeah, N- Nick's the slicer. Yeah, I think he's actually in Somerville too, not too far from here. Yeah, me, me and you have to go after this, bro. Yeah, right. I gotta grow the beard first, so I can get like you. Hey, <laughs> Surf Mike, come on up. And today it's not surf mic. It's plant-based mic. Plant-based mic. So 
Go ahead, just say hi, who you are. What's up? My name is Surf Mike, but today, plant-based Mike, I'm 100% vegan, and so we got the Diet Boys in town. The Diet Boys are in the building, radiating skin, radiating (laughs) skin. And so I had told Mike you were coming up because I'm totally fascinated by popular trends in diet. Uh Currently, I'm on a psychotic diet. Lost about 26 pounds of fat. Okay. I do... 21 to 22 hours of fasting daily, two-hour meal window, and I'm slightly keto. Okay. But Mike's fully plant-based. And so I was like, all right, I guess you could toss in some some diet questions in there. We're not like, don't worry, we're not like trying to kill you. Absolutely, man. (laughs) I'll I'll field anything. Keto, Um, fasting. Do you want to kind of just give a quick synopsis of who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. So my name is Nick Rikuya. I'm founder and creator of Keto Brownie. Uh, basically, I'm currently developing ketogenic snacks. I have uh, two Keto Brownie flavors right now, Blondie Brownie and Chocolate Almond Brownie. I'm also working on uh, two new products right now, which I'm hoping to launch within the next 6 to 12 months. Uh, I don't want to give any details yet, but I'm super excited about them. They're a lot different from what I have right now. They're both in the snack space, though. Yeah, it's all keto snacks, uh, high-fat, low-carb, low-sugar snacks. And so what was your – most people, when they start an e-commerce business, it's because they like business, as Mm -hmm. we were kind of talking about before this. But what was your fixation with, like, diet and nutrition and snacks? So it kind of like all came together. I basically joined like an entrepreneurship incubator at the time and I had just started keto too because I was like 30 pounds overweight and I was like, all right, like I need to do something about this. Did you you feel gross? I felt terrible, man. Like I wasn't even comfortable like sitting down, like none of my clothes were fitting. I had to like try on like 10 different dress shirts every morning. I was like, this sucks. Like how much you weigh right now? So I'm like at a buck 55 right now. So you're like, I was like 180 at like five, eight, like I'm not tall. So like you can imagine. And so as soon as you got on the diet, it, Oh yeah. Like six months on keto, I dropped like 30 pounds, like effortlessly. Like I just followed the diet. I wasn't even like going crazy on like exercise or anything. Just like super strict on the diet. And yeah, man, just like melted off. And, And so did the diet come before the product or was it at the same time? It was like, Almost at the same time, it was actually kind of weird how it happened. Wow. But yeah, I started like the incubator program, and then like I was on keto and just like looking for like business ideas, and I was like, there were no snacks on keto. That was like the toughest part. Like I love all the stuff you can eat on it, but having like something to like satisfy a sweet tooth was like, that's what I needed to like just keep it like sustainable. I know what at the time what was a, a ketogenic option for a snack. Yeah, so that's the funny thing. Like two and a half years ago when I started this, there was like maybe five companies and now there's like a ton probably 50 because there's like a section in whole food you can go into yeah now. like no joke like 10x in companies over like the last two years wow um, but yeah they had like i think like one or two bars and like like pork rinds and stuff i was but gonna say you could do like beef jerky yeah maybe. they had beef, it was always beef jerky like pork rinds stuff like that um but yeah it was it was super super limited and i tried everything because it was like four or five products so i like tried them on i was like i don't like any of these like when was the boom in the in keto being popular do you know mike like it's it's come it's fluctuated throughout history and it's been relabeled different things yeah i would say the last 20 years but i mean like the like recently like probably within the like last like one to one and a half years it's just kind of exploded and so actually can you just give a quick synopsis for the uneducated listener on what the ketogenic diet is and why people like it yeah so ketogenic diet is basically high fat where like 75 to 80 percent of your calories come from fat uh moderate proteins are getting like 20 25 percent protein and then the rest which is like five percent or less come from carbs 
Uh, so it's not like a completely zero carb diet. Like it's almost impossible to eat zero carbs unless you're a carnivore, which is just eating like strictly meat products. And and even in that case, there's still some carbohydrate in your meat, it, depending like, on what the animal's eating. Yeah, but like if you're getting like grass fed and grass finished meat, and you're carnivore, you're you're almost like virtually zero carbs, but you're just eating like meat and eggs. And that's that cholesterol blast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're just eating like meat products all day long, and um. So yeah, keto is a lot different from that. So you're looking at like 20 to 30 like total carbs per day on keto. And so was it an adjustment for you at first or were you like kind of pretty excited about doing the diet? No, it was a huge adjustment. Like my whole family is Italian. So you can imagine like pasta, Carb blast. pasta bread, like the whole nine. And uh, just my diet, like I was just eating whatever the hell I wanted when I was like 30 pounds overweight. So and I was I was just going crazy on carbs. So to go from like probably like two, three hundred carbs a day to like twenty, it was a significant reduction. So I was basically eating like the entire my entire week of carbs was like probably one meal before that. I'm, I'm sure is that still a challenge for you now? No, it's like very easy now. It's like, habitual. Yeah, and my body's what they call fat adapted, mm-hmm. which is when you're just doing like a ketogenic diet for so long, your body be- like prefers running on fat versus like carbohydrates. So and you and you feel totally slogged down if you have carbs, right? Yeah, if I eat like a heavy carb meal, I'm just like out of commission for like hours after. I know, dude. When I broke out of keto that one time, it was like, oh my god, you feel so slow. Yeah, you do. You and- just I just get like instantly tired. I'm like crashing and just. Yeah, I'm just like ready for a nap. So, j- just remaining diet focused here. What are what were some of the the challenges you had when you had initially started the diet? So, when you go from eating like that many carbs to virtually none, you go through the keto flu. Fog. Yeah, keto, keto yeah. flu, which is basically just an electrolyte imbalance because when you start the ketogenic diet, you start going, you start peeing like a ton. So when you're doing that, you're excreting like all of your like electrolytes. Uh, so if you're not getting salt, potassium, and magnesium, if you're not replenishing that, you're going to feel terrible. <clears throat> and how long did it last for you? For me, it was like six days. Yeah, I think mine was like four or five days. It was like a lot of headaches, just feeling like no energy. And, uh, and then you yeah, break just through sluggish. it. Yeah, and then you kind of like your body starts producing ketones. You start running on that and you just kind of like, it's just like a 180. You just start feeling like amazing after that. And so you had broken through and... One thing I did realize on keto is like you start once your body starts metabolizing fat really fast, you never hit a lull in your day. Like after right, you eat, right. you know how sometimes my I don't know if you feel like this way on the plant based, but like sometimes you'll eat and then you feel like really tired and like really slow. Like not personally, but I know what you're. I know what you're yeah. Doing. Yeah. Oh, is that a benefit to the plant based? You never feel slowed down. I feel I have more energy than I've ever had right now. You're, start, you're starting to scare me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready to come up here and start talking. <laughs> too, too much energy. <laughs> but yeah, that's um that's because your your blood sugar is spiking and your insulin is spiking after you eat carbs. So your insulin shoots up to get rid of all the sugar in your blood. And then it, it levels back off and that's what the crash is. So your insulin is just like going up and down all day. So question, have you ever thought of like, hey, listen, all these diets are awesome, right? We all watch YouTube videos on diet, mm-hmm. but what if these dudes who are talking about it are totally just full of shit? Just full of shit. <laughs> and they're just like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of like research and... I know, but what if the research is false? The research is false? I mean, I feel like we've been running on like false research this whole time with, yeah. with carbs <laughs> and sugars and you need to get so many carbs a day and... Oh, 
just going based on how like I feel like mentally and physically, I think fat's the way. Tell me, tell me about sugars, your thoughts on them and refined sugars. Because me and Mike, this is one thing we will agree on. What do you guys think of them? Well, what do you think? I mean, every everything in moderation if like you want to enjoy that like in the foods you eat. But I mean, I stay away from it as as most. As I, I, I can, especially in like drinking them. Like if you're putting like sugar in your coffee or if you're drinking like sodas and stuff, like I feel like that's just super unhealthy, unnecessary. Like I, I never try and drink calories. So yeah, I mean, well, except this is like five calories. Yeah, black coffees doesn't even count. So yeah, but one thing I can definitely say based on experience is I feel profoundly better cutting refined sugars. Absolutely. Would you? Would you? Yeah, concur? absolutely, hundred percent. And I actually don't think it's that tough to cut. Mike, do you still eat sweets? Very occasionally, but most, all my carbs, most of my carbs come from real foods, like vegetables and yep. whole grains, things like that. So, so it, the insulin doesn't spike quite as much. Right. Low GI spike. carbs. Yeah. So you're high, you're very high carb. Very high carb. I get 70% of my calories from carbs. Well, okay. And so what, what would be like one thing that you would be interested in terms of knowing about the keto diet that's kind of like a mystery to you? So Mike's question, great question. He said keto is very popular right now. It can definitely, you can definitely lose a ton of fat on it. That's proven. But is it sustainable? So yeah, I would say um, it's definitely a tool too. Like some people like just using it for fat loss or like trying to lean out. So they'll use it as a tool. But I mean, I know tons and tons of people who are doing this for like decades in the ketogenic community. There's people who have uh, brain cancer who are literally have to use it to fight off that, that cancer. So he's like pretty much ketogenic for life. Then I know tons of like bodybuilders and athletes who swear by it, just been on it for like years and years and years. And there's actually three types of keto diets. So people probably don't. Do you, did you know there's three types of keto, ketogenic diets? I know there's the sour cream blaster. The sour cream blaster. <laughs> that's one of them. That's the special one. That's the four one. But um, basically, there's like three modified versions. One is standard keto, where you're just keto completely like through. You have like no carbs and High you're just, fat. yeah, you're just running that all the time. There's the targeted ketogenic diet where this is used more for like performance and athletes. So they'll they'll only eat about like 30 to 50 grams of carbohydrates right before they work out. And that's it. And that's supposed to like dramatically help performance. And then there's what's called the cyclical ketogenic diet, which is your keto for like five to six days a week. And then you have one day where you consume like a moderate amount of carbohydrates to essentially like carb up and refuel. And then you begin keto right after that. So... Uh, definitely using like cyclical or targeted once you're fat adapted makes being ketogenic super super sustainable if like you want to do it for like long term. So Mike, what what are, do you have any reservations about that or? Um, my one reservation is, and I you, you use this phrase fat adaptive, um, and I don't doubt that you like our body. Your body has adjusted to mm-hmm. running on fats, but ketones. Ketones. Yeah. Glucose is like our most basic preferred form of energy. So like. That's why, like, the things that I eat are so easily digestible. Do you ever find that, like, or just, like, how do you feel, like, how do you, like about, like, just eating high fat? Like, can we use those efficiently? Yeah, so ketones are actually the preferred source of fuel for your body and brain. It's, um, and carbs are just, like, what we're used to. I always say it's, like, a, a gasoline tank. Like, car- you're putting carbs in, which is, like, the lowest-grade fuel, and your body's running on that. When you stop putting the carbs in, you, you drain the tank and then instead of putting more gasoline in your body basically produces gasoline like it's the highest quality that's what ketones are once there's no carbohydrates present and you're not putting in uh, any like gasoline which is carbs 
your body starts creating ketones. It breaks down the fat, like your body fat into ketones and it runs on that. So it's basically like fuel produced by your body. So also uh, another thing I'm learning about popular diet trends is some just don't work for some people. Yeah. And some do. Like I'm, I'm interested to one, try the plant-based and see like how my body interacts with that. Do you have any rebuke for, for um, Nick? Are you pissed? I'm, I'm not pissed at all. <laughs> my, my one just curiosity would be there's a lot of studies about populations of people who are like mostly plant-based. Do you, can you just? Yeah. Um, my one thing would be there's a lot of populations. There's studies about populations where people who eat mostly plant-based live the longest with like the lowest levels of disease even people in very poor countries who just live off of grains and rice things Mm -hmm. like that vegetables are there any long-term studies that you know of and i know not that you're a scientist or anything like Mm -hmm. that but are there any like population studies of people who are ketogenic that you could speak to so i don't know any off the top of my head um but i know recently like there's a lot more focus on like the longevity research and like how keto really impacts people over like lifetime periods so unfortunately i don't know anything off the top of my head but yeah that's that's like big question in the keto community is like is this like good like long term is it just a trend or yeah yeah there's there's a lot of people who are saying like is is this like healthy super super long term but um it's interesting because there's a lot of like doctors now who are like all about keto and there's one ken berry and he basically is just like trashing all, all doctors and saying like they don't know what they're talking about like he published a book called uh, lies your doctor told you so like he's he's all about keto and like trying to prove like as a medical doctor like how this this uh, impacts people one wild thing that i had recently learned is that when you're getting your medical degree doctors get like one week of nutrition education that's really? literally it wow like if it's not their focus and a lot of people are saying like dude doctors should know what we're putting in our body and the profound effects it has right so it's just interesting and and i'm wondering like how diet trends will change over time too yeah but one thing i do fuck with excuse my language one thing i i do like about you is that you're not like telling anybody to jump on the diet yeah no man i um like different diets work for different people like if you can commit to something and like make it sustainable, like that's the diet for you. Like I'm not pushing keto on anybody. If you want to try it, like I love keto, so go for it. Um, and try a keto brownie. Yeah, exactly. Even yeah. if you're not on keto, I know try some a keto good. Brownie. Yeah, there's only like 1.3 grams of sugar in these things, so you can eat one of those. You can eat one on air. No, I'm, oh, right. I, well, I'm fast. <laughs> you just gonna but... look at it. Yeah, the fast. He's got the fast going. Yes, sir. Good for you, man. Yeah. So I started with one flavor and then uh, came up with that second flavor. These are dense. Yeah, Mike, do you want to try one? Okay. Save it for after the show. Well, this would be coffee ve- and keto brownies. Isn't this be vegan. There's gonna be milk in that. Yeah, there's some there's some milk based ingredients in there. So there's some almond meal. So, some almond meal. so, um, how did you, how did you know that this would be a good concoction in terms of ingredients for a product? Like, who did you work with? Scientists or um? So yeah, it's just a lot of trial and error. Uh, nutritionists, manufacturers have like recipe formulas and stuff on hand. So. It's just a lot of trial and error, basically testing what tastes good, and then looking at the the macronutrients and in, in the ingredient label, and seeing like best um best basically best nutrition facts for a ketogenic diet. And then also the big thing with keto products is how it impacts uh, your your ketones and your blood sugar. So 
So there must have been a lot of just like, were you in a lab a lot or? Um, I mean, it was most, basically what happens is you test, you can like test the ketones in your blood. So they have like the finger prick mm-hmm. that you just like prick your finger and then put the uh, the blood sample into a meter and it, it literally measures the amount of ketones in your blood. Is that more effective than the P-strip? Yeah, that's the highest, that's like the most effective method for, for testing ketones. Word. So people in the keto community kind of going crazy now. They're like pricking their finger like every day, like several times a day. And it's just like. At Rel- that relax. Yeah, dude. at that point, it's it's probably doing more harm than good. But it's really just like bleeding out. Yeah, but it's really good for like testing how products impact you. So like you'll you'll test your ketones. You can eat like one of these, and then you test your like uh, ketones and blood sugar after, and you'll see how how the products impacting your blood levels. So question though, when you were initially creating the product, so you say, hey, okay, I'm gonna do keto brownie. I'm in this incubator. So. Who do you reach out to? Some sort of like food lab and say, okay, I want to create this product or because I'm, I'm assuming you have a business background. You really yeah. So I had no nutrition right? science background. I actually started baking in my kitchen, just kind of looked at recipes online and that you basically have a good idea of like what ingredients are keto. Like you're you're making some weed brownies. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> some hemp ones, some CBD ones, but, um, that, that's your next business. Yeah, it is. That's because what everyone, that, cause that's popular right now. Too. Everyone keeps telling me, put CBD in them, put CBD in them. And I'm just like. Yeah, that's it's a big uh You and plant based Mike can work on yeah, that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll outsource that to you. But um what was what was the question I it, when you had initially started the product, were you like going to labs or So just basically working with like recipe formulators and nutritionists and um just putting together the nutrition panel and then seeing how it like impacted my blood levels and then I sent it to other people who were on keto and got their feedback too, like how's this impacting blood sugar and ketones? So what was first for you though? Was it um, taste first, nutrition first. What was most important? So, ta- for, for me, taste was first because I basically started because, like I said, I couldn't find anything that tasted good mm-hmm. at the time. So I was like, all right, I just want to make something that tastes good. And like when people eat it, they're like, oh wow, this is keto. Like that's what I was going for. So, so taste was one, and then how it impacts uh, blood lo- blood levels. Word. Obviously, number two and in ingredients stuff like that. And so you were initially talking about off air that you you had started in corporate hated its guts yep yeah so accounting background uh, i went to school for five years and uh did my cpa and then yeah i went into public and corporate accounting for surf mike my fault you guys just hey look you guys didn't kill each other hey good to meet you man <laughs> I respect you yeah, absolutely <laughs> so yeah just elaborate on kind of your startup so how i started or basically what i was doing at the time yeah, exactly. This, this was more of a, uh, you started out of feeling stifled. Yeah, I started out of basically hating my job mm-hmm. and hating my every day. So, uh, yeah, I just didn't like accounting at all. I kind of got stuck in something I didn't want to do. I tried out, like, several companies, several different roles within those companies and just hated it. Hated all the work. Hated the corporate culture. Uh, I kind of grew up in, like, entrepreneur family. So my family runs, like, a construction blue-collar business. So I grew up working in that. And my parents never went to college. My parents never had nine-to-fives. So when I got a nine-to-five, like, the first day, I was like, what the hell is this? Like, This is terrible. This is terrible. Like, I, I'm not used to seeing this. Like, my parents were always, like, around and stuff. I was always helping them with the were business. Were you always kind of independent, too? Yeah, I mean, I always kind of knew I wanted to start my own business. I just never knew what I wanted to do or how to do it. And so, like, I I remember the first day, like, at work, I was just like, I hate this. And, like, that day, the only thing I could think about is, like, how do I get out? Like, I could never wow. I could never just, like, focus on my job and, like, trying to be good at 
being like a CPA, I just hated it. And I was like, there's just no way I'm doing this for 40 years. So what, what initially drew you to being a CPA though? Did you the money? Like, you know, so I basically bag. didn't know what, what I wanted to do. Like I was good at accounting. I, I like numbers and I like business. So I was like, all right, this is like, like I'm pretty good at accounting. Like, and then yeah, job security. I was like, no doubt I'm getting a job like with mm-hmm. an accounting degree. Um, I can probably learn about business and stuff. So that was pretty much, that was my thinking at the time when I was like a 19, 20 year yeah. old. So <laughs> made the, exactly made right. the best decision I could at the time from like what I thought. I know. I think about that with colleges all the time. The fact they make you bind into a major as soon as you yeah. show up, like yeah. dude, give the kids at least like a two year window to right. figure it out right. what they like in school. Exactly. Did, were you good academically? I mean, I was pretty good. Yeah. I had like decent GPA and stuff like yeah. It was, it totally didn't interest you though, right? School? Yeah. I hate I like, school. I like learning, but yeah. like I didn't have a problem with school. I like learning and like the social atmosphere and all that stuff. So school was cool. Like, but yeah, as soon as I got into like, and I liked accounting in school, like I like learned about it in school. So, but just the way it was applied in like the real world was terrible. Mm-hmm. You're just like doing the same repetitive work day after day. And depending on where you work, the hours were ridiculous without even like a really good pay. So... Yeah, and you, and you can't necessarily. This is at least what a lot of my friends say. They don't even see the impact they're having on the company. Yeah, you don't. You're like one of like one hundred thousand employees. Like like quite literally one of like fifty five thousand employees just doing this. In a wheel. Yeah, you just spoke in a massive machine. You never see the impact. The growth is like super limited. Like, but they're saying, hey, we'll, we'll pay you, and you and you can go take like two months of or like six weeks of vacation yeah i mean the pay isn't even that good and this is better yeah this is better and then yeah the vacation i mean yeah it's nice to have like three four weeks off a year but you need it when you're working 80 hours a week like doing those jobs like you you just need that time off so has i kind of feel like so you're like kind of fat right you're working a whack job and then the diet comes along and then the business comes along and just like your life totally changes. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's I, I was crazy. fat and I was uh, hating my job, um, and then probably being fat because of my job. But I was gonna say, well, yeah. it's a whole lifestyle. Yeah, thing, it's right? a whole lifestyle. Like I was literally working like fourteen to sixteen hours someday, unhappy. Like didn't want to go to the gym, stuff like that. Couldn't really have an impact on nutrition when you're just at a desk for literally sixteen hours a day. Um, but yeah, I started the the incubator and I started keto like pretty much at the same time and. At that point, it was just kind of like off to the races. I started working when I got home at night. So I get home at like 536, just worked till I went to bed, worked all day Saturday and Sunday, worked holidays for like the first year, year and a half and um, did that and then quit my job about a year ago. Yeah. So when you had started your business, because this is kind of something I'm facing right now, like I'm very, very obsessed for better or for worse. Did you at the start feel very spread thin getting everything going or like I have to be on top of everything because I also feel like your demeanor is like you kind of a controlled dude. Yeah, I mean at the beginning there wasn't that much to do yet because I didn't have a product. <clears throat> Sorry. <coughs> Take your time, bro. Yeah, I didn't have a product at the time, so that was just my main focus. Like I wasn't worried about marketing or sales or growing a social media page or anything like that. It was like, okay, I need to get a product, so I was head down for six months just making one product, like pretty much not doing anything other than that. Just getting like trials of uh, samples made, getting the product design, getting all the packaging made, stuff like that, getting the product ready to be, to be, you know, put out into the market. So that was my main focus at the time. And 
I was so new to it too. I was just like, all right, like just day by day. Yeah, just day by day, just step by step. Um, had a job at the time, so like security was still there yeah. for like finances. So I wasn't like crazy stressed. You were still at your desk, probably just working on keto money. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that, but um, but I was thinking about it all day long. That's yeah. for sure. I was just waiting to punch the clock and go home and work on something I really wanted to work on, which was just easy to stay like motivated and dedicated. But yeah, once that, once I got it launched, and then. Like, I had to start doing, like, marketing, sales, building audiences, stuff like that. It started getting a little crazy, but I just kept my head down and, like, still worked through that for, like, six six to eight months while I had a job. And then after, like, a year and a half in business, like, I could see the potential was there that I was basically losing money staying at my job. So quit my job, and, uh, yeah, that was about 15, 16 months ago. Just been... Good for you, man. Thanks. Just been working on it since. Just growing it, working on new products. And, yeah, it's fun. Like, I love doing it. E-commerce is amazing. Uh, just the potential for, like, the amount of people you can reach and, like... The money you can make. The money. You can get your hand, your product into so many people's hands. There's Especially a lot. if it's a good product. Exactly, yeah. If you focus on just making a good product, like, you can pretty much bomb everything else and still have a chance. Yeah, I've been, I've been thinking that, too, though. But, for instance, I think that this is above and beyond the best podcast in boston oh absolutely sometimes in terms of like this this focus but i still have to focus actively on marketing oh yeah yeah i mean absolutely it's not you don't not need you don't think you need it for sure but um in like a case of like a physical product at least like if you make a good product and you get into some people's hands they love it they spread it they spread it they spread it and then Mm -hmm. word of mouth can like kind of rapidly grow your business but yeah i mean good product and good marketing is like the ideal combo so question most people when they start a business they have a strength Mm -hmm. in terms of what they're good at absolutely you know you have an accounting background was it tough for you to start acquiring like a marketing sense a finance sense yeah so so marketing is still like the thing i struggle with most let me help man yeah i'd love to (laughs) and that's uh that's like where i'm putting all of my focus right now but yeah i mean everyone's got strengths and weaknesses so my strength was obviously like business, tax, finance. So I love doing like cash flow and like I'm awesome with like timing, like inventory, when budget. I need to buy budget, all that stuff, like sp- ad spend, return on investment. Like I crush all that stuff, obviously, just based on my background. But yeah, but I was like terrible at marketing. Like I didn't know how to do ads. I didn't know how to do emails. I didn't did know how to do. Se- do you know how to sell? Like, like just sales? sales? Sense, yeah. Um. I get up over time, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm better now after a couple of years doing it. Um, like, I know the product benefits. I know, like, my target audience. I know, like, what they're struggling, pain points. So, I've tried to, like, study a little bit about psychology on, on selling and stuff like that. But I'd say sales and marketing wasn't my strong point. Still probably isn't. So, but, yeah, everybody has. I think you're doing great, man. Thanks, man. But um, hopefully, sales are just shooting up right now yeah. as I'm on here. Let's hope. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, everyone's got strengths and weaknesses. And when you get to the point where you can start, like hiring stuff out that's awesome because you can start do, like do you have a team yet no it's still just me i mean i have a graphic designer because i can't draw a stick figure to save my life yeah. so graphic designer who makes all of, all of like the, the the wrappers and the product boxes who helps me with like images on ads and social media i have an awesome photographer a good buddy of mine who takes like insane like magazine style pictures Word. and um so yeah, I'll like hire stuff out when I need it. If I need like someone to write blog content and stuff like that, I'll I'll hire that out. But pretty much just me, a manufacturer, and uh, that's it. Do Do you think you could operate well in terms of having employees? Like, because some people I've started to notice, like I 
I actually feel like I'm better when I can run run and operate a team. Yeah. Some people are better just focusing on themselves. Right. Like, like a solopreneur yeah. type thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's all preference. Um, and then probably a combination of like your strengths and weaknesses. Like if you need to like hire something out. Um, but I, I can't edit. I can't sit down and edit. Yeah, so like I can't. Editors. I can't do any of that stuff at all. Take videos, edit stuff, photography, like anything creative. I like have no concept or you're, I can't you're do the it. money guy. Yeah, I just like numbers. Like guy. numbers, numbers is my strong suit, and um, I'm getting like pretty good at like ads and stuff like that. So generating like building audiences and communicating with them. So that's like what I'm focusing on. But I think at some point I'll probably have to start hiring some help. But for right now, I just love kind of just doing my own thing and that's the beauty of it like the fact that you can even do this mm-hmm. basically like by yourself it's so, awesome yeah i mean hey it's just me and you in here right yeah that's, that's what i mean it's pretty wild <laughs> so when you a lot of people this was a question i had with james too because he's in the nutrition space yep um a lot of people start up businesses i feel and they just want to build them for like 10, 20 years, mm-hmm. make them big and sell them. That's yep. like the goal for a lot of business people. Yeah. Like that's a lot of people's purpose. Like I just want to start something, build something and, and sell, sell it. it. Is, that, is that ultimately your goal or I know it's tough to say because you're backing your product so heavy. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's like basically two kinds of businesses when you're running these things. It's like a cash flow where it's something where you can just like keep going and live off the money that you're making. So you can essentially just run it and like pay yourself comfortably and that's kind of like your lifestyle business um and then there's kind of what i'm doing is i'm not really like going crazy on paying myself i'm just like reinvesting everything and growing and yeah eventually i plan on selling like down the road yeah i mean that's like most business people like doing stuff like that and do you ever worry sometimes that the keto diet will become less popular and that, and that the a lot of your success, not not even as yeah. you, is based on the fact that this it's is, on keto. It's trendy. Yeah. So I get that question a lot, and I always answer with, "There's always going to be like that baseline of people who do keto. Like everybody who does keto now loves it and has success on it. They're not just going to one day wake up and be like, all right, keto's over. Like this trend's over. Like there's always going to be that core group of people who are on keto. What if again, not trying to ask you, what if one day a study comes out, it's like, dude, keto literally gives you a heart attack. Uh, then yeah, I'm probably screwed. <laughs> you, yeah, you're going straight to Costa Rica, bro. Yeah, you gotta yeah. be out. I'll, uh, uh, that's the day I'll probably start working on another business. <laughs> no, I would move. <laughs> you're getting sued, bro. That's true. Um, me and a lot of other companies. Yeah, I'm sure. So, one thing that also interests me about the James interview. One, also, I'm on fire with the questions. No the worries, business. man. Keep them coming. Listen, I feel great about the business questions. One thing James had said is he was like, I. I actively want to get into wholesalers' hands, like, mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. So is that, like, a week-to-week thing for you? Like, you want to hit up wholesalers, like a Whole Foods or a Trader Joe's, XYZ, and say, hey, I want to sell my product in your stores? Yeah, so going retail is, like, a different animal. So e-commerce is awesome because I'm just basically getting this right into the end customer's hands. Uh, it's the most profitable. It's the easiest. And going retail is just, like, a different beast. So you essentially need, like, tons and tons of inventory you need to be able to like give them inventory and wait like two months to get paid so it's like a big cash flow thing what's Um, the benefit to doing it is there any i mean just crazy volume like if you pick up like a gnc or a whole foods or cvs you're probably getting like 20 30 40 boxes picked up like at once so that's the benefit and then 
just like uh, basically like brand equity too, being able to say like keto brownies and Whole Foods, CBS, Oops, so that yeah. and it helps with uh, potential valuation and buyout. So Word. if you want to sell down the line, hey, my products in CBS, like that's <laughs> a big yeah. thing. So exactly, just like yeah, I got the biggest podcast. In yeah, Boston. exactly. You gotta go check out this podcast too. Exactly. There's a. Uh, what are, what are MCT oils? Because that seems like that's essential. Yeah, so MCT diet. medium chain triglycerides. Um, that's I, like that's what Thomas Alara always talks about. Yeah, yeah, he's got like crazy scientific videos yeah. on that. You probably won't even understand what's happening after you watch one of those videos. But you gotta get him a keto brownie though, man. I know he's a tough guy to reach, but Thomas Alara, if you're uh, watching this, let me know if you want some keto brownies. But um, we'll send him a clip. Yeah, exactly. But MCTs are basically like oils or powders that you can take and it's like instant energy so i just put it in keto brownie with my reformulation it's the highest quality mct you can get um basically i was just using like the raw powder as testing and it's insane like you take a scoop of this and it's all natural too um and like within five minutes you're like insanely focused and energized no way yeah it helps produce ketones so you can take it and it boosts your ketone levels so you're just feeling like amazing like so you eat this is like edible adderall i wouldn't call it that <laughs> but mct is pretty amazing like it's like instant energy it works better than like coffee anything like that like if you're taking it you're feeling like a significant mental like performance boost within like minutes it's actually insane how fast it kicks in so uh, i'm also be interested to hear i asked james this and it was interesting but what is your day-to-day running in e-commerce yeah so it definitely varies based on like what product I'm working on or like what my focus is that month or just just because a lot of people when they think of an e-commerce business they think of like make a million bucks from your home and just sit behind your laptop yeah I mean that's just bullshit (laughs) like that's not e-commerce social media ruins that like you'll see like 18 year olds like throwing hundreds and like sitting on Ferraris and like in the wall in like a pool or somewhere like that's not entrepreneurship or e-commerce so if you see that not real don't believe that and don't go into entrepreneurship because it's like brutal (laughs) it's like the hardest thing i've ever done it's super challenging like it's stressful yes sir it's basically just yeah solving problems every single day all day long and like dealing with issues so that's what it is don't believe uh those crazy instagram ads you get hit with it it the one it is so validating though when you catch wins isn't it yeah it's so dope what do you, like like the well, I mean, actual it, well yeah like running your own business it's yeah. like you feel like all you're doing all day is just like taking care of problems but yeah. then when you catch a win you're like dude this yeah is fire. it's like the most accurate picture if you ever seen of the life of an entrepreneur it's just like the crazy like up and down like i've never seen a more accurate picture like i've had like swings where like the morning i'm like all right that's it like i'm selling this it's business over. like I'm done with this and then like I'll pick up like a wholesale client and I'll be like wow this is amazing or like I'll get like a really cool customer review said like they love the products or like it helps them with diabetes or something you're like cool like this is worth it like I'm making a difference like definitely worth it so what was your just can you give a rundown oh day to day yeah uh, so I basically do the powerless as well what James is talking about that Andy Frisella that Andy Frisella life um, and yeah that podcast was super useful because I was feeling like just the, the win the day yeah, the win the day, the power list, uh, I think he has a couple on it. But, yeah, it was just always – because with, when you run your own business, you can work 24 hours a day if you want. Like, it's unlimited amounts of work. Like, you can always find something to do that you can always – like, cool, I, like, this ad's working well. Can it be better? Like, maybe I should try, like, split testing it and doing this. So you can definitely just work all day long every day if you wanted to. Uh, so obviously that's not healthy or productive. So I use the power list, which is, like, three to five critical tasks every day. 
that I need to get done, whether that's like working on a big project that's broken down into daily tasks, or if that's just like set up five ad campaigns today or like get this email queued up to be sent. So basically just pick like three to five things that you know will help grow your business and like move it forward. So that's like the best way to combat trying to do everything. Yeah. And one thing I'm, I'm familiar with it. One thing I think's totally valuable about it is like you want to set things for yourself that push you out of your comfort zone yeah you know that's probably where the growth is going to come from absolutely yeah doing like the really difficult things and focusing on stuff you probably don't even know how to do yet is like the untapped space and it's smart it's like really really smart that dude's a beast Andy for sales yeah beast, yeah he's, bro. he's unbelievable the it's podcast all- is unreal i don't really listen to many podcasts i listen to like three podcasts and that's mm-hmm. one of them so and you're pissed after you listen <laughs> yeah, I'm just motivated. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, he fires people up. Like yeah. he, he's uh he's great at that. Yeah, like for sure. connecting with his audience and like teaching the truth basically. And I might I might start to do that on here. You should. Just wake the fuck up. Yeah. So Friday fire right now. Yeah, why Episode not? One. So what uh, so the product is also gluten free. Yep. Was that a, a move as a business person to? To incentivize another niche market. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, where you, where you can, you want to hit on as many things as you can just to get a wider range. Um, I mean, you don't even have to be keto. Like, if you're just trying to cut sugar out of your diet, these things only have, like, 1.3 grams, like, per serving. So you can eat one of these, and you're getting, like, less than 2 grams of sugar. And, and 8 grams of protein. Yeah. Quality protein. That's whey protein. S- solid yep. snack. Yeah. Protein. Very, very low sugar. And it's all, like, healthy fats. You're not eating, like, garbage like hydro hydrogenated oils and stuff like that like it's there's mct in there you know it's like almond meal almond butters almonds it's all like healthy fats you're not like getting any any crap in there quick question on the soy lecithin though Mm -hmm. soy is a yeah that's a pretty contentious topic yeah that's a mixing agent so it's actually technically not soy well i used to be allergic to soy i grew all my allergies so like four years ago i couldn't even eat this i was allergic to tree nuts why does it say may contain tree nuts? I've always wondered that. Yeah, it's just like a legal disclaimer that manufacturers have to put on labels if their facility also processes things with like tree nuts and stuff. So, but they but, like, the, but these actually have tree nuts in them, so it's required for this. Oh, there's, there's almonds in there. So, oh, word, okay, yeah. So that's required for me. But you'll see that on other products that don't have like almonds or peanuts or anything like that. It's just a legal disclaimer. So what um. Were you, when you were making this product and there are all these ingredients like disodium, phosphate, silicone dioxide, all these chemicals. Yeah, so that's actually brand new and that's just um, what's in the medium chain triglyceride. So that's what's in their MCT blend. Okay. But yeah, that's like the highest quality MCT you can get. Word. But were you ever like, maybe I'll just try to keep it completely organic? Yeah, I mean, like... See, like, I agree, like, seeing that on the label is kind of like, whoa, at the first uh, first glance, but MCTs are just, like, unbelievable, and they're so popular in keto that, like, from, like, a product standpoint and, like, staying competitive, you, like, almost have to have MCTs in mm-hmm. your product at this point, so. I feel you. So, so were you pumped when you, like, went to patent and trademark and Keto Brownie was yep. 
<laughs> I mean, no, I have no I have ketobrownie.com, so that should tell you something. Like, go and try buy buy any keto domain right now. Good luck. Like, Damn, they're right. all taken. So the fact that I have ketobrownie.com and two trademarks on my name is like that's fire proof that I was kind of here before a lot of people. We love that. And how do you interact with your consumer? Yeah, so I um so social media for sure. I get I'm like big on email marketing, so I'm talking to a lot of customers through email and um like Facebook DMs, like I'm going to start Facebook groups soon. So I'll be having a lot of people in Facebook groups, just kind of talking about their keto journey. Um, just putting out content for them. This is great. Your website looks amazing. Yeah. I what, actually did that myself. Would you use, you use a GoDaddy server? Shop, Shopify. It's oh, Shopify. It's yeah. Shopify. Yeah. It's all Shopify. Shopify is probably the best if you're trying to run an e-commerce business. So would highly recommend Shopify. Oh, you on Joe Rogan? I got a quick shout out on Joe Rogan. Nice, yeah. Bro. Unfortunately, they talked about a, another keto company right before mine, and they like had this set up and they pulled up their website and stuff, so they got like the bulk of the uh, the PR. But what did they say about yours? So Dom D'Agostino, which is like he's like the one of the best like researchers and stuff. Actually, yeah, he's right there on uh, keto. I got my product into his hands super super early on in the process nice and he liked it he also did a bunch of like uh lab testing and stuff on it to see how it was impacting ketones and stuff like that and, and um, he loves it yeah his wife loved it too and he said she's like the litmus test for like keto snacks like if it tastes good to her then it's it's good to go Dope. so she loved it and yeah he basically just you can go watch the clip you can just click that button and it just says um basically just says that she liked it so he's we'll like take it. yeah we'll take it right <laughs> absolutely so bro. that's awesome so what, in terms of keeping your product in, in a competitive space, keeping your product um, more attractive than other keto snacks, like mm-hmm. what it, what's some of the things you try to do? So, I mean, new products, I'm sure. Yeah, like new products is now my focus. Um, and then probably eventually another flavor or two on these. So just kind of doing like unique flavor stuff that's not out there and just trying to make it as different as possible like i feel like my product has such a different like taste and texture compared to like any other keto snack you can get out there so yeah man just making it like and i've i've reformulated a few times now too so it's not like set in stone it's just not just like all right this is it forever like i've gone through like a few reformulations um just trying to keep improving the product do you ever do like like go hire someone to go set up at a whole foods and like do samples is that effective so I've done that a few times, like, locally here with, um, like, some CrossFit events and stuff like that. And it's great to, like, just, like, interact with people and kind of get away from the laptop for a bit. So it's yeah. great for that. But I know. Is this nice for you? Having yeah, a it is. Yeah, having a conversation with a human being. Yeah, it's, it's nice <laughs> to, like, see people for a day. I, I feel you, bro. Um, yeah, that's, like, the going. I mean, that's, the, yeah, that's the worst that's part, the of, part of entrepreneurship is you, it's so, so true. You're so isolated. You're so lonely. Like, all of the days is just me working in my – and, unfortunately, like, my – setup is like in my bedroom too so like you just don't leave the crib. yeah i just never leave my apartment yeah, i try and go to like coffee shops and stuff but it's not the same it's not like you're at a job where like you know all these people and you're like having interactions and you're like going to lunch with them and stuff like sure i'm like physically sitting in a space where people are walking around but it's not like I the same effect yeah i totally feel you bro so yeah that's that's 100 percent the worst part so that's why i like when i started linking up with james it was awesome because i was like all right like he's doing the exact same stuff he like thinks Similar the same way I do. Both fresh haircuts. Yeah, fresh cuts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's, having he's someone. He's Boston boys. He's Boston boys. So having someone like that's awesome to just kind of collab with, work with, pretty much doing the same stuff or, like, in the same space, just not keto. But, um. See, I'm actually the same way. Like, I feel isolated a ton. Yeah. With the show. 
and it's interesting because like the the leverage of the podcast is like i talk to talk people. to people yeah exactly but outside of this it's like it's, yeah it's you're not, by yourself yeah but I I similarly I don't know if you met Anabolic Aliens or you've seen any of his stuff. No, I've seen a few though. Cause James, yeah, James he's a psycho. Him. But that's one thing that it's nice about working with him is that he is the same. Like, yeah, he's trying to build his own thing. Yeah, he's a psycho and he gets it. No, I mean it's just the reality, man. You don't you're like not going to a lot of social things too because you're like focused on this stuff. So yeah, do, do you booze? Do you go out or nah? Ba- like rarely anymore. Yeah, me yeah. I mean, I'm just like so focused on like doing this and like this is like pretty much where all my attention is going so i'm trying to be <clears throat> like as optimal as i can from like a production standpoint. yeah so like if I i'm yeah can. like if i'm going out the night before like i'm not going to feel well the next day or Dude, productive so totally you're, feel you. you're losing a whole day and that's just pointless like you're not like if you're trying to run a business like social life is back burner i think and you need the mo- the momentum is so important the momentum's huge like if you're just yeah if you throw that's the way i feel like I got smacked up on my birthday yeah, in December, yeah. dude. And I felt, like, debilitated and totally unfocused three days yeah, after. Yeah, that's what I mean. And when you're on keto, like, the hangovers are the worst thing ever. Oh, I'm sure. It's, like, ten times worse. Like, you can have, like, <laughs> one or two drinks, and you'll feel like you just, like, Is on, like, a week-long binge, like, binge drinking vacation. Dude, could you do a keto, like, cocktail? <laughs> Is that even a thing? Um, that would be fire. I don't think so, but... Probably not something. Let's develop it. Yeah, Maybe, right. Man. I'll Keto do all the cocktail. marketing. All right. I'd love to. I'll get on that product uh, right after I leave here. I'll start, I'll start some research and development on that. Hey, can I take these? Yeah, I brought them for you. Oh, fine. You think yeah, I brought I them just to sit on the table and take oh, them I have Oh, <laughs> I, I have new gear coming in. Awesome. I don't have it today, but, I'm, but I'll am but I'll shoot out to ECO and get you a shirt. I don't Sounds mind. good, man. Um, yeah, you can definitely keep these. These are for you. Fire. You and the crew. Nice. That way when you're lonely working, you can at least have a good taste and snack. Exactly. I'm also being dramatic. I uh, I do talk to people. Yeah. For uh, for a living. Yeah. Literally. So, one one more quick question. Sure. Actually, I got a, a couple quick questions. Dissecting the ingredient label. Yeah. Well, I know. I'm just interested. So, I'm currently like pretty paleo, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty psychotic about my diet. I want to work this into my paleo diet. Okay. It doesn't necessarily sit into it. Yeah. Well, I feel like that well, I feel that, like, that lull if I eat this with the paleo, do you think? Or? Um, I mean, it's so hard to say. Like, everyone's body's different. They react differently to different ingredients. Well, I mean, I'll try it today. I yeah, think. that's what I mean. Like, I would just give it a shot and, like, see how you feel. But, like, I can eat them and just feel, like, really good. So, that's, like, the whole point, basically, when you're on keto. If you want to just try and get, like, something that's, like, satisfying. Fire. You can have it and not and feel worry. terrible after, yeah. So, do you fast, too, ever? Or? Yeah, I fast all the time. Intermittent daily? Daily. Me too, man. Yeah. Um, what, what's your about, window? Uh, so right now I'm doing like, I'll fast for like 18 to 20 hours. Oh, so you're a psycho yeah. like me. Yeah. I always knew you were nuts so, bro. <laughs> like, dude, you have an eating disorder. <laughs> I'm just like, no, nah, man, I probably eat more calories than you do. It's just like. But you're mad productive, right? Oh, it's unbelievable. Like the fact that you can just wake up and like not have to worry about food. And, like, stopping to eat and then, like, crashing from what you ate and then, like, trying to get your energy back. And your cognition's quicker. Oh, yeah. It's, and it segments your day better. It's super focused, like, and that's what I hated about corporate world, too, is, like, you have to eat when, like, everyone else is eating. So, like, I wasn't even hungry at, like, 1130. And people are like, all right, let's go to lunch. And I'm like, what? Like, I'm not hungry. Like, I don't even really want to break. Like, I was just kind of getting in the groove. But, yeah, right now I'm just, like, I'll start working right around, like, 8, 738 whenever I get up. Uh, no breakfast no lunch and i'll just work from like eight to 
I'll try and do like eight to two, go to the gym for an hour, come back, eat, and work like a few more hours after that. So that's kind of my schedule right now. And when do you stop eating at night? Uh, I mean, depends like when I when I like broke the fast and all that for timing. But I never eat usually after eight p.m. Usually, yeah. usually like six six thirty cut off to like if I want to extend the fast the next day, I'll do like six six p.m. That's that fasting hack which yeah. I picked up recently, which I think I'm pretty lean. Was just cutting off the meals much sooner in the yeah. night. Yeah. If you cut off at around like seven at the latest, and then you can you ramp it up to two the two, next one, day. Yeah, you're basically looking at eighteen to twenty easy. Well, well, so I've been fasting for like three years. Mm-hmm. Changed my life. Yeah. Like real talk in mm-hmm. terms of getting stuff done, being productive, being focused. But I notice when you really ramp up your fat loss, that's one thing about keto for me is like I think I kind of got the same benefit from just going much more extreme on the fast. So like fasting and keto are like brother and sister almost. Basically when you're fasting. Your body's producing ketones. Exactly. And you have uh, like insulin isn't going nuts because you haven't eaten anything. So you're not getting like crazy. Your blood sugar is just like perfectly stable all day long. And that's the same with keto except you just eat food and your like blood sugar stays stable. Mm -hmm. So they're like almost one and the same except fasting you're not eating and then keto you are eating. But Eating a lot. The metabolic response is like. Very similar, yeah. It's v- it's very uh. So that's like kind of so like intermittent fasting and keto is like like a cheat code almost. Yeah, you're just like Superman. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> One thing I do notice though is it's much. I think it, it would be much more beneficial to make gains in the gym if you're not keto and not fasting. Not fasting. Heavy. I feel like I'm. I get stronger when I'm fasted. Like I have a great fasted workouts. So. Well, I also lift very early. And okay. So maybe when you're at the peak of your fast, you, because you're at the peak of your fast. Pretty much, lift, right? yeah. Yeah, I'm usually because I lift at like six a.m. Usually five, six a.m. And so maybe it's just like a tired thing. Yeah, it could be it. Who knows though? What, so what what would your peak lean be weight wise? So I got bod pod tested last summer, and that was like twelve point one percent, which is like insanely low for me. Um, but I'm trying to get to like 9% now. I want to get like single digit just to like say I was single digit body fat. What is fat. the bod pod test? Uh, it's like a giant egg. It's like the most accurate way to measure your body fat percentage. So a DEXA scan? Uh, so DEXA scan is like you're laying flat like on a table and you go like underneath the thing. This one is like, it's like a giant egg and you like sit, you just like sit in it for like 30 seconds. It just like scans around it your just, body. Yeah. It's it just like all, it basically just does the scan and then they give you like a printout and it's, breaks everything down like your total mass your total weight body fat percentage lean mass percentage like how many calories you need stuff like that it's and so did you feel lean at the 12.1 i mean i felt pretty good for like how i've always been like yeah. i was i was like happy with it I was, like, load, yeah bro. i was like yeah i'll take it um so yeah i was happy with that and like you feel like you get leaner yeah but i feel like at this point i'd have to like go pretty nuts like i have to be super strict and i'd have to probably hit the gym like five times a week or something yeah, that's like, that's what's going on with me. Yeah, I'm just I'm kind of like I'm at a point where I can easily just maintain this like f- forever. Like, yeah, I'm like I'm, and it doesn't feel like a yeah, it doesn't a feel like burden. a chore. Yeah, like I'm just eating what I have to eat. I fast and like I'll hit the gym three times a week and like that's perfectly comfortable. Like works with my schedule. Like I'm not like no cardio. Not really. I mean, I'll play soccer. Like I'm picking a soccer in the summer, so I'll grab some soccer and I go for like tons of walks and stuff like that to bring up the day too. So. But, yeah, I don't love cardio. Yeah, I don't think anyone does. Yeah. If you're a real psycho if you do. The uh, 
I've started to, but yeah, as I was saying, when you, I think if you start ramping up, you're fast because you start getting adapted a little bit to it, you know. Oh yeah, I mean you can fast for like 24 hours at this point. You probably won't even notice have, it. Have you ever done a prolonged? The longest I've ever gone is like 24 hours. So I'm, I've I've mixed in about two of those in a week. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that if you do that, that like significantly helps. But I don't know if it's helping, dude. No, really. <laughs> No, I mean, I don't know if it's helping my mental. Oh, your mental capacity? It's definitely getting, no, my mental health. <laughs> 24, yeah, 24 hours is a big one. Like, I've done it a few times. I've gone from, like, 4 p.m. to 4 p.m. Like, I'll eat a huge meal at 4 p.m. Just wait till the next day at 4 p.m., 24 hours. Yeah. So, I want to I wanna try a prolonged soon. Like, multi-day? Like, a two-day. Okay. Yeah, that seems, I've seen that a lot lately. People going on, like, two, three-day fasts. I mean, I don't think I'm going to do that, but... Scary talk. Yeah. There's there's a point you reach when you reach like the the critical end of your fast where you feel like you don't feel stressed out. It's very weird. Yeah. Because your body just becomes so like primal. Like all you care about is just like food. Yeah. And focus. Right. So it's really weird when you reach that point. Because you're like, dude, wait, nothing literally matters. Yeah. <laughs> you just need some food. Have you heard of the snake diet? No. What's uh, that? You gotta look that up. Snake That'll be your diet. next product. Yeah. Snake diet brownie. Snake brownie. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It's a. Uh, it's pretty much just like some sort of some guy. I don't. I don't know exactly what's in the concoction, but he creates this liquid which totally ramps up your fat loss. And like he does it for very obese people, and they'll drink a lot of snake fluid. I don't know. Wow. I'll have to show you after this. I got no clue. Yeah, I've not heard of this. But listen. It's a diet or it's a product? Just Actually, I don't even know. All right, we, we, get, we can check it out. We'll after. Hey, I had a great time. Yeah, absolutely. Did, did wow, you? that was already an hour? Yeah, Probably, probably about 56 that minutes. by. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me on here. I think I we asked some good questions. Hey, I'm Nick from Keto Brownie, and that was my golden hour. Damn, that was well executed. Yeah. My dog, bro. Thank you. It's fasting, man. Yes. <laughs>